Welcome to Blondie and the Brit, Writing, Publishing, and Beyond. You can find our show notes and more information about our podcast at blondieandbrit.com. That's B-L-O-N-D-I-E-A-N-D-B-R-I-T.com. Welcome to Blondie in the Brit podcast. I am Blondie, KJ Waters. And I'm Suzanne Cowman, I'm the Brit. And together we're Blondie in the Brit. Yay! Woohoo! I am the author of Stealing Time. And I'm the author of the Rejected Writers Book Club. This week on Blondie and the Brit, we want to reintroduce you to Kim Hunt Harris. She's an award-winning author of the Trailer Park Princess comedy mystery series. She is at this moment working on her fourth book in the series called Knickers in a Twist. And she's also working on the audio version of her first book in the series, The Middle Finger Effect. Kim loves to not only make her readers laugh and entertain them with good mystery, but she likes to examine the issues that everyday people face, well, every day. Welcome to the show, Kim. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. So first of all, let's just jump right in and tell us a little bit about where you are with this fourth book and a little bit about it, as you, you were sharing a little bit earlier with us. Go ahead and talk to us. Okay. Okay. So as you said, the, the title of the book is Knickers in a Twist, and this is the fourth full-length novel in the series. And it opens with Viv Kennedy, who is half of the, the detective duo, amateur detective duo there. She lives in a place called the Belcourt Retirement Home, and there is a new resident at Belcourt. His name's Nigel and he's British and he has a beautiful voice and Viv has just got a major, major crush on him. And so she's kind of trying to convince him that she might actually also be British. She's she's using all these phrases. <laughs> <laughs> she's, you know uh, we can tell, right? You know yeah. I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah. Sorry, Viv. She's giving it her best, that's but cute. she does run into uh, some some problems. So she's dropping all these phrases that she's heard on Downton Abbey or <laughs> Yeah. And then, of course, there's also a mystery, you know, because it is a mystery. It's a cozy mystery. So there is a reporter who has been found dead in a field here in Lubbock. And it's not even ruled yet that it's the homicide. But Viv thinks that if she can impress Nigel with her, her detective skills. So they're they're kind of doing a an investigation into what may be a murder and what may not. <laughs> Oh, so it's maybe it may be a cozy mystery, it may not. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the mystery. <laughs> that's the mystery. How far are you through well, that moment? It's I am so close to being finished. I, I have a release date of July fifteenth. And so right now there are a couple of scenes that I still have to write. The big ending scene, which I haven't done yet. But otherwise, it's pretty much done. And so over the next few weeks, I'm going to be going through. I've, I've printed it up and gone through and marked, you know, marked it all up. And now I'm going through and making changes, little little edits. And then and then I have still have to write that big ending scene, which I don't know what's going to happen yet. So I've got to figure out something. That's so you love that. Hey, no pressure. July, yeah. July. Yeah. You're first. You're <laughs> I think that's hilarious, though, that you're editing the whole thing and you have this dangling end. It's like, (laughs) that blows my mind. I love that. That's so. So while you're reading it, while you're reading it, it's a mystery to you how it ends up. It's not even. It's true. I usually, you know, I always have. There are always questions that I don't. You know, I don't see the whole thing all the way through, and so. 
I think, okay, well, I'm just going to keep working on what I do know, and something will come to me. And something yeah. usually does. Yeah. That I, I, you know, I go into a story, honestly, not knowing lumps of it, but knowing that if I keep working on what's good, eventually those ideas will come. So exactly. I get what you mean. Yeah. Exactly. There's a point, I'm kind of at the point now where every once in a while, something doesn't just bubble to the top. And I, and so I have to give myself the talk. Like, okay, <laughs> you're the writer here. Dark. You got to make up something. You can't just... <laughs> You tried the, it will come to me tact, and that didn't work. So make up something just, and make it work. Just so send it. I'm oh, almost good. at that point now with that ending scene. Uh, uh, did you let you listen to other authors that are in your same genre to give you inspiration? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because usually it's not in the way, like, you don't, I don't get, I mean, inspiration like, oh, I could use that. But right. somehow what they do triggers something in my brain and, you know. Or I email my sister. She's. Oh. <laughs> is she the real writer? <laughs> no, but you know, it's funny. Usually, like when I'm stuck and I say, okay, she's kind of my brainstormer. You know, helps me brainstorm. And so I'll say, I'm having trouble with this. Let me tell you what I've got and let me tell you what I need. And then you help me think of something. And so somehow in the process of kind of getting her caught up to where I am and then telling her, this is what I need. I need some help for this to happen. Then an idea comes. Or, yeah. you know, just in the process, and I end up even kind of deleting the email. <laughs> like, thanks yeah. for your help. Oh, thanks for your help. Or else she'll just say, the, you know, the smallest thing, like, well, you remember that time at Dairy Queen? And then that gives me somehow an idea. And I don't know how that works. But, well, but you know works. what? So we process, a lot of us women, we process out here. We don't process on the page. Exactly. process as we speak yeah. that's right. often I, my, I do that with my husband all the time I'm constantly talking to him and he goes well do you want me to fix it go no just listen to me <laughs> exactly. because as I'm talking I'll figure it out but I have to yeah. process out here I can't process down here you know exactly yeah. Yeah. did you ever see did you watch the Sherlock the BBC Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and the, yeah I love that one okay. that's it so you know he's got the skull on the, the mantelpiece that he talks to you know so really, that's what your husband is. He's like ah, he's skull. Skull. <laughs> I'll tell him that when he comes home. He's got a lot of titles: social media manager and now skull. I love it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I called my I told my husband he's my social media manager. Since I gave him the title, he's taken it very seriously. Like he, he thinks it's like a real job. Like I'm like, this is so cool. All I had to do was give him a title. Oh. It feels really important, right? Yeah, like you need to have cards, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Make sure he gives you something on Boss's Day, too. That's uh, my Boss's <laughs> Day. And I should give him something on Secretary's Day. Right? Exactly, exactly. Um, it's Administrative Professional Day, but still. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, he, that's what he is. He's an administrator. He's administrating that's your social media. That is totally. cool. I love it. Now, I was just going to, like, I know this, we've talked offline about you helping to teach a couple of things. Can you talk about that a little bit and how that's helping you with, you know, your spreading the word about your writing? Sure. Well, okay. So, like most writers, I don't, I'm not a great public speaker, and I try to avoid it as much yeah. as I can. But, but, I, you know, I do want to expand my platform. And so I started think, trying to think, okay, what could I speak on? Like, what, what could I speak on at writers' conferences? And what could I, you know, what could I offer? And for me, it just comes down to humor and the the role that humor can play in our writing. Even if you're not necessarily writing like a funny kind of book, comedy book, 
feel. You know, I read lots of books where humor is kind of, you know, it's just part of the tapestry because because humor is just part of the human condition. And so I've been investigating like the benefits of humor just in general and then and then different ways that writers use it in their books and how they can kind of set a tone or make a transition in their scene and like that. So I've been looking into that a lot and, and preparing some presentation material for that. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, if I were at a conference, I would definitely choose that just because I think it would be a very fun topic. Humor in writing. I mean, that sounds amazing. Right. And a lot of people really struggle to write humor. I mean, I, and you know, whenever I talk, I write humor as well. And, I, and whenever I talk, always, and my agent says it's the hardest genre to write, apparently. It's huh. humor. So, so if people are trying to add humor to something, I bet that's really helpful to them, you know. Just right. to learn some ABCs, you know. Right, because, well, you know, so much of it is, is really more intuitive and, you know, it's hard to explain why something is funny and then something else that looks like, you know, it seems like it has the same components, but it just doesn't work. And it's hard to, it's hard to explain that, but at the same time, you know, I think it's one of those things when you hear it, you know it and, you know, it resonates. So, but yeah. it is, it's difficult and it's hard to Sometimes it's hard to figure out kind of when it's appropriate and when it's not. And, you know, and sometimes you really can, you know, some really great comedians can make the harshest thing funny. And that's a, you know, that's a real skill. So, yeah. When I think of the, the title of your book, The Middle Finger of Fate, I mean, that is hilarious, but it could well, offend I, some people. So I, it's like, me laugh. <laughs> it's in the, the knickers in a bunch. I mean, all of your titles have you know because what you're getting. Because in a twist. Yeah. Okay, you get it right. Yeah, the twist. twist. <laughs> it's panties in a bunch, knickers in a twist. Oh, we'll see. I should have been British. Then I would know these things. <laughs> it's a good thing we have an actual Brit on the. Yeah. On the to tell you know to. Yeah, because that is a saying. That is a British saying. You're absolutely. Oh, right. is it? I love we'll it. See. Yeah, we have the general panties in a bunch. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know, and I love that too. Yeah. That's such a good expression. Too. But knickers in a twist is just so much classier. It's posh. Yeah, right? I, mean, I mean, just the two words, the knickers versus panties. I mean, knickers is so much better. It it's, is. The British just have better words. That's all there is. True. I think we need to we call can, this podcast can, "Knickers in a Twist." Absolutely. <laughs> we've been at it longer, you see, Kim. That's all it is. Give yourself another couple of hundred years. Yeah, we'll you'll all be at it too. Sophisticate up a little. We'll see. I think we're heading in the <laughs> wrong direction for that, though. Don't seem to be making progress. No, we're, heading, we're slip sliding away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, Kim, I'm very curious about your book marketing. You have a book about to launch. What kind yes. of things are you doing? And I know about one of those things. Well, yes, you do know about one of those things. So I have, for one, I have joined this fantastic team of fellow authors who are who are also launching books this summer, and so oh. we're coordinating our efforts. And really, really excited about that. I've been for the last several months. I've been growing my newsletter list, which has been so much fun. But just yesterday, I actually kind of sat down and and made out a list of things to do. You know, like three months out, two months out. Yeah. Three weeks out, I've been building an arc reader team, which I, I haven't done before. This is a new experience with that. Ooh, where did you find your arc readers? Well, just from, from email and Facebook contacts of people who have contacted me and, 
and you know they've read the book they really like the book they're good you know they've shared them with their friends they're really enthusiastic about it and so you know that's the kind of people that you want on your team yeah and just for our listeners that may not know what an arc reader is okay so arc is is arc it stands for advanced reader copy and so this is something i think that i'm pretty sure that's what yeah that's it so these are copies that you can send out to reviewers and bloggers in advance of the release and so they get to read it ahead of time and then ideally they will leave a review you know just an honest review on Amazon, Goodreads, the different platforms in their blogs, and then so that when it's launched, people can already kind of get some idea of, you know, get other people's opinions on the book and to decide if they want to if they want to buy it. Or not. Right, and and let's just put this out there: if there are people that want to be on Kim's Arc Reader team, how would they go about doing that? Oh gosh, they should email me at kim at kimhuntharris.com. There you go. All right. People. So they can, you know, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. All those places you can just look for Kim Hunter Harris, and I'm there. On my website, you can find out for the newsletter, or you know, just email me straight. I'd be happy to yeah. talk to anybody. Well, cool. Very cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> Kim, Kim will talk to anybody. She will talk. To I will talk to anybody. I mean, if it's by email, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I'm, I'm the other side of the Yeah, so that's true. Now, listen, the other thing that I know you're doing, because we've talked about this, is that you're using AXP Authors Cross Promotion. And oh, yeah. Talk, let's talk about that. Suzanne and I are, too. We've been we, we've been so converts of AXP. So. They're great, aren't they? I mean, it's just been a fantastic experience. The website, I think, is authorsxp.com, and she puts together promotional lists, and I think she has been going just about every week. But in different genres, in different subgenres, and so I originally signed up, and she she also has other promotional tools. Like I am on there for to give away free copies of my book in exchange, or but the newsletter builder thing has just been phenomenal. So I entered a I entered some of my books into a contest. She puts together this package of books that people can sign up to win, and so. So, like, in the one I was in, I think there were about 30, 32 books. So she has one grand prize winner who can win all of those books. And then she has 32 or, anyway, they're individual winners, and they win one book each. And they were all, I believe the one I was in was Cozy Mysteries. And so anybody who loves Cozy Mysteries and wants to get free books, then they sign up to enter that contract. And in signing up, they agree that they're going to be sharing their email address with all the authors who are in that in that contest. And so that's a great way to reach, you know, to reach readers who, who like my genre. And yeah. maybe they heard about it from one of the other authors. So all the authors promote it to their all of their contacts and all of their platforms. And so we all kind of pool our resources. You get the in, you know, you get the effect of the platforms of thirty-two other authors. And we all promote it to all of our readers. And so that's a great way to discover new, you know, for them to discover new writers that they haven't been exposed to before. And it's a great way for us authors to reach all of those those people who love the kind of books that we want. And how many people did you actually get from that competition? Can you remember? I believe there were about 2,800 names. Yeah. That's what's what's incredible about this service is the amount of people you get for your email list. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing because 
just on my own. I put so I put links in the back of my book for you know if you want to sign up for my newsletter and I give free stories, free short stories that that fall in between books as an incentive to sign up. You know that's kind of built been building slowly and steadily. I've been doing that for almost a year and I've got maybe almost nine hundred from that. So you see, you know, just this, you know, that's a that's a huge jump just right there by participating in those things. Yeah. Exactly. And then I did another one, a similar one from a, a website called Henry Press. It's H-E-N-E-R-Y Press. I think that they just do mysteries, but they've also been really phenomenal. And they're a small they're a small publisher too. And I had just almost the same result from a, from a recent one from them. And it's kind of the same setup. You know, people enter to win free books, and, and sometimes they'll also give away, like, a Kindle or something like that to, you know, to sweeten the pot a little bit. But it's just been a really fantastic way to reach readers. Yeah, we've been very impressed. And then they also have, Suzanne, you did this, wasn't it, like, the daily email? So have you, Kim. You yeah, they do, do... they do a daily a daily special with the book. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. Every time I did it yesterday, and every time I do it, it's like my my sales jump up by so many, right. and I know it's, it's her because that's the only promotion I'm doing that day. You know. Right. Yeah, she has built a great a great list, a great. Thank you, Amy, for your service. Yeah. I'll make sure I send her a link and let her know we're chatting about yeah. it. <laughs> Amy, that's, I was thinking that too. We need to put this up on her her website so that she yeah, can let her know. And, and you know, she's a great author too. She has that. She writes also funny mysteries. And oh, so, I didn't realize. So I don't know how she gets it all done between between writing and doing all that, but she's certainly effective. Yeah. So we'll definitely add a link to our show notes her in case anybody is interested yeah but then can you just give them the email again just in case it was wwaxp promotions is it i think, I, think it is. I believe it's authorsxp.com yeah yeah it's a Good. website and she's got all the information on there for authors and then if you're a reader which a lot of you listeners are there's a way to sign up and be involved and you know get more information on all these different lists that she's building where you can be on other authors newsletters and there's some other opportunities to be beta readers so she, if you're a reader she's got a lot of cool things on her site for readers as well and a lot of us are both right so yeah check exactly, exactly. Check yeah she's she's connecting all the dots there so yeah and and what's this author group you're banding with who, who, who oh could that, gosh who could that be what's the name of that group it's something like the fabulous most successful authors book launch ever or something <laughs> We're actually part of a group that's very similar with a very similar name. <laughs> you no, know, that's what I'm talking about, Suzanne. Kim, Suzanne, and I, and a few other authors, and we'll we'll announce this a little bit more later. But we are banding together because we're all launching books around the same time, and yeah. all of these authors have been on Blondie and the Brit, and we'll announce later who. But Kim is one of them. She's the first one we're revealing. But we thought it would be really smart to combine forces, combine marketing resources and ideas and talents and time and all that kind of stuff to help cross promote each other. So look for some real cool things that we're going to do this summer. So our first book, I think, Suzanne, you're our first one launching June 6th. I think, I think that is Camille, Camille's first. Oh, Camille. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's May. And then it's me in June. Right. And so the rest yeah. of us fall after that. But anyway, so... Everybody out there, stay tuned because we will be having some really exciting, fun giveaway kind of things. We're going to have a Facebook party. Do we have a date for that party, Susan? No, we're still waiting to hear back from everybody, but yeah. we definitely are going to try and do a round table. We've never done that before, but we're going to try and hook up like five authors at the same time and do this. 
Yeah. So that could be kind of scary and fun. Yeah. Like it's like a thrill, you know. I'm so I'm so excited about it because I, you know, I wanted to do a Facebook launch party, but I'm completely freaked out at the. <laughs> I don't know how to do it, and I'm afraid of you know. I'm just it's it's terrifying. But doing it as a group, yeah. you know, I mean, how much fun is that? That's going to be great. So yeah, I'm really it is. We love Facebook yeah, parties. We love it. And yeah. A few. Yeah, we've had a few and they have been amazing. And I tell you what, Kim, I know what you mean, but doing one with Suzanne is an absolute hoot. We're on the phone the entire time. We're on the party coordinating and, and doing all these things. So it's it's so much fun when you combine with some other people. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. We'll do the round table is a podcast that we'll do with several authors at once. I have no idea what kind of a goat rope this is going to be, but I think it's going to be hilarious. But we'll have fun no matter what. Oh yeah. And, and there's very experienced authors. I think it'll be really good to hear some, you know, Suzanne, do we want to have our listeners submit questions for that? That might be kind of cool. They can if they want. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that'd be fun. So they probably have to do that through our Facebook. Yeah, come to our Facebook page, Blondie and the Brit, Writing, Publishing, and Beyond. Go to our Facebook page. And when we post this podcast for Kim Harris, please come and leave a comment about questions that you want to ask either Kim or any of the other authors that will be on that Roundtable podcast. And we'll put that together. And we'll even say your name when we do it if you're leave it. So here's a chance. (laughs) Get mentioned on the podcast. And Suzanne can say your name in a British accent. Oh. I can <laughs> seriously. And they can, and then Kim can say it with a Texas yes. accent. Yes. And then Camille can say it with a Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Schaefer. She can say it with her Pacific Northwest accent. That's Whatever that would be, I don't even know. <laughs> we don't. We don't have much of an accent over here. But we do have something, I guess, different. Well, you don't. You sound British. Yeah. Of course, your British yeah. friends tell you you sound American. So. <laughs> there you go. Do they really? Is it, is oh, it yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when we go home, I sound American, which is ridiculous. Like, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I sound American, but obviously to them I do. Yeah, you're watered down. Because <laughs> I can't water down. <laughs> so, Kim, one, we were talking before the show about your audio book. Do you want to talk a little oh, bit yeah. about that? Because I know some writers, authors are thinking of doing an audio book. I know you're in the midst of doing this. Tell us a little bit about the process and where you're at in that process. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm so thrilled to talk about this because I'm I'm just very excited about the whole thing in general. As we talked earlier, I'm completely hooked on audiobooks, and I listen to them all the time. And I have a, a membership from audible.com, and I think that's probably the majority of how people listen to audiobooks, but there are definitely other avenues. But I listen to Audible. And so Audible has an Amazon, they have a, a platform called ACX. And I'm not even sure what ACX stands for, but so authors go on there to, like what I did, I created an, an account, I uploaded a couple of scenes from the book, and then I posted it as open for audition. And then narrators come on, you know, they look at it, they say, is this something that, you know, is this a job that I want to do? And so they record themselves reading your book, you know, how they would do it if they were hired to be the narrator. And then me as the author, I go through and I listen to all those auditions and and then choose one. And then we set a contract. The narrator reads the book. They upload the file. From everything I've heard, I'm still in the middle of the process, but from everything I've heard, Audible makes it a super easy process, kind of, you know, just like the way Amazon has made the Tinder process easy and, you know, Barnes & Noble has made their process really user-friendly. It's the same thing. 
And then your book is available for people to listen to on their devices. And it's just so cool. But as I was saying, it's kind of a stressful process because there are so many great auditions. Now I feel like, you know, I understand what all those editors did when they rejected me, you know, all the angst that they were going through because, you know, there's some really great ones and you can only choose one, of course, but it's a really freaky experience to hear your words read back out loud by Uh, someone else. Somebody taking it seriously too. As you know, for authors, this is such a growing market. Everybody that I've heard from who's done this, they talk about, you know, how their audiobooks are the fastest growing segment of their platform. Really? And you know, it's been really it's really exciting. Now how does it work? I know I looked into it about a year ago and I just have been too busy trying to finish this book to do it, but as soon as it's out I am going to do stealing time for audio and then the shattering time. How does it work with the voice person? Do you pay them out rent? Do you share proceeds? How does that work? Well, there are a couple of different ways you can do it. You can just pay. There are different rates per hour. So they're looking at per finished hour of the book. So, for instance, my my book, I think it's about 110,000 words, which they say that translates into about 11 or 12 hours of finished product. And so... Different narrators have a rate, and you can you can go on ACX and look at different. You can search by what their rate is. So I think the rates per finished hour start at fifty to hundred dollars per finished hour, oh, wow. and we go to you know, a hundred to hundred and fifty like that. And so I think you know it's probably based on you know their experience and their own reviews and things like that. So you can settle on a rate up front, or there are other narrators, and they get to decide, you know, how they want to do it. But if they are open to getting a percentage of your royalties, then I don't think you pay anything up front. You may pay a small fee up front. But then Audible or ACX, whoever cuts the checks, then they pay you both a percentage. You know, they pay you your, your percentage of the royalties. A set time, and I think, if I remember correctly, that goes for seven years. So the narrator will get a percentage of your royalties for seven years. So if you don't want to pay up front, if you feel a little, you know, a little stronger about that, then that's another avenue hmm. just to go with royalties. So it's cool. So, you know, not having, you know, a few thousand dollars to spend up front doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to kill your chances of, of getting it done. There are other ways. And then plus, if, you know, I've heard that if a narrator is going about percentage royalties, then they're, they're motivated to help promote it just as you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so, what I was thinking. So you get the benefit of, you know, of their, of their promotion, their marketing abilities too. Yeah. You've got a partner in it where they're, they're as motivated as you are to, to have it do as well. So. Exactly. Cool. Okay. So now I feel like I got to go do this. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I talk about audiobooks all the time and I talk about, you know, listening to them and creating them because I, I've heard such great things about it. Yeah. So. I'm excited. My, Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want to do it. My problem is that in Stealing Time, I have a German character, a Scottish character, a British character from a long time well, ago. Well, you know, there are people that do all that, though. I mean, when yeah. I was doing, because, you know, mine's an audible. And that when I went, they actually asked me questions like, do you have accents? What accents do you have in uh, here? And they actually give you people, or they, they can get people who are actually have the ability to do all of that. Right. You know, that gives some voice actor a chance to exercise all those all those abilities that they the have. skills, yeah. Yeah. 
pretty cool, man. It is. It's really fun. Well, and it's it's so cool how, I mean, you think about 10 years ago, you could go with a publisher, right? And that was pretty much your choice. And you did that, Kim. You you started there. Now you can do your own audiobooks, you can do your ebooks, you can have paperbacks and you can have and be completely in charge of all of this. Or you can go the traditional route, which is, you know, also Yeah, it's still it's still open. Still open. So, so it's exciting but, time to be a writer, that's for dang sure. Yeah, it is. It's really exciting. And you know, my husband you know, I did pursue that traditional route for so long and then I got really discouraged and I was still writing, but I wasn't submitting. I had a few, you know, a few sales, but nothing I wanted to make a living, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it was just really, it was really kind of discouraging. And when Amazon first started Kindle, he kept trying to get me, you should do this, you should do this. And I just thought, you know, I don't want to mess with all that. I have to, I'm the one who has to make all those decisions. Yeah. I'm the one who has to do all the marketing. I have to do everything. And I just don't think I want to do that. But, oh, my gosh, it's so much more fun than I thought yes. it would be. I mean, it is work. It's yeah. definitely work, but it's just so fun. I enjoy it. I thought it would be a grudge, you know, but it's not. It's so fun. So, you know, picking covers and, and you know, deciding what marketing I want to do and like this, auditioning the narrators and everything, having all that freedom and all that power to, you know, all that control over your own stuff. It is just, it's a blast. It is. It's very exciting. Oh. It has and the days that you you know you look at your sales and you're like, Rrr. it's a d- another story. But most of the time, I think it's a really exciting. Like you say, you just have so much control. You're so empowered. Your success is solely based on your effort and your talent. Exactly. And it's, it's exactly. It's a thrill. Absolutely. Exactly. And they kind of you know the the way things work right now, you get immediate. You know, you get immediate feedback. I yeah. I sent and. I had a bunch of new signups yesterday from an, from that Henry Press contest that I was in, this amateur sleuth contest. And so we sent them out a welcome email, everyone, and with links to the free stories and, and all that stuff. And then my husband went on to whatever it is that tracks traffic to your website. It has a big map, you know, yeah. and it shows docs of where people are. And it's so cool because, like, as soon as I sent it out, then we're looking at the map and we're seeing dots all over the country of, you know, the people who got the got the email and then they went to my site. Oh, and it's just yeah. like instant cool feedback, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just really, you just feel so immediately connected to, yeah. to readers. And I love that. I know we're probably getting towards the end, but I have a quick question about what number you're on, you're on book four right now, you say? That's right. You know, both KJ and I have one book out, and it's really hard to just get a lot of momentum behind just one book. Did you have a jump up in your sales or a jump up in connection once you got to two or three books? Did you find there was a jump up at that point? Or well, was it right from the beginning pretty positive? No, it was, no, my sales were flat for a long time. So, you know, one book didn't really do it, and two didn't really have much of an impact. On three, I'm really starting to see, well, on okay, so this is, you need to keep in mind, too, what I'm saying is that it didn't have much of an impact, but I wasn't doing a lot to promote it either. And so that's the case with book one and book two. I kind of kept putting them up there, hoping that something would happen. Something <laughs> the magic fairy. And, the magic. And, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll just put this out there and see what happens. Well, 
when you just put this out there and see, I can promise you nothing. Has <laughs> <laughs> evidenced by your. So, yeah. And so with book three and also with really, you know, putting a lot more effort into marketing. Now I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see the return on all that. So, yeah. Yeah. And so you guys, I mean, you know, even though this one book, and I know KJ also has the short story, you're already building your base. And so when the next book hits, I mean, I think that you'll have a steeper curve than I, you know, than I have had. Mine's been pretty shallow, but as long as it's curving up, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like you're also getting a better handle on the marketing and what works and some of these oh, new yeah. tools that you've discovered yeah. is kind of where Definitely. I feel like I am and, now. And also, you know, like Suzanne said, my husband's also on my team. To help me and so I, you know, I call him a manager. I call him my, my manager. So you might want to think about giving your husband a promotion. <laughs> promotion. I just need a husband who'll help me. Mine's too busy. Anyone, yeah. what, anyone out there want to volunteer to be my manager? What, to be KJ's husband? You can't be my husband. That's lots of fun, but <laughs> there's no extra perks. No. Yeah, but it, I mean, it really does help when we, you know, we bounce ideas off each other and he has great ideas for, you know, just for helping to kind of organize things and make things as effortless for the reader as we can. And, and so that's, that's really helpful to kind of, you know, our combined energy helps keep us, you know, help to help keep us going. But yeah. I'm very hopeful that, that this fourth book, because, you know, of course, it's not finished yet, but I still think it's a good book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I bet it's a great book. It's just a little, you know, with it. And so, I'm, I'm really hopeful that it's going to help solidify my position and, you know, and, and lead to further growth. So I'm really hopeful about that. How many people are on your mailing list right this minute? After all, right this minute, I have just under five thousand. Good. Wow. That's so right. Yeah. You know, we we called a lot. Over the last few weeks, people who had never opened, you know, you can see the who's open and who's not. And so if I've sent out, say, 10 newsletters over the last year or six months to a year, and they never opened it, then we took them off. Because, you know, you want a good, you have to pay for those. Yeah, <laughs> so right. You want a good open rate. But then I read something yesterday where somebody said they never call theirs. And because if someone just, if they don't open it, but they read the they read it in a reader pane, then it's going to show as a not open on the Oh, on the, oh interesting. Yes, and so, so I kind of have, I would have about 7,000. <laughs> wow. But so I don't know, I guess that's one of those things that you just kind of live and learn and decide what, you know, how you want to handle it. And if they love your work, they'll come back. They'll find you again. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely try to step you. Yeah, and, you know, some of those people might be like, I don't want to read all our newsletters, but when she says her next book's out, I'm going to click on that and go buy it. So yeah, exactly, you, know, you just exactly. don't know how much time they have or they're like, they're hoping to read it, but they never get to it. But like, yeah. you know, some big yeah. announcement. Well, that is really cool. I got to say with my newsletter, I started off in November with 20 people and those are like, you know, my super fans, all 20 of them, <laughs> but I've done these AXP. I've done two of them and I have, I got 1600, no, 20. 2,800 the first time, 1,600 the second time with a different genre. And I have another one coming out in May. And so my list went from nothing to now have like a legitimate list. And the last time I put my, I got that very first list and I put my newsletter out where I promoted my short story and stealing time in addition to some other things. 
my sales went from like who knows what in the weeds to like number 66 in a couple yeah. days. So yeah. it works. So if y'all are yeah. looking at that link, we'll put it in our, our blurb and we'll have it on the website. The author AXP, seriously, all three of us have used it and are blown away by the results. So yeah, I know it's been, it's been fantastic. It's really, yeah. It's really... And I need to sign up for your newsletter, Kim. I want to know what's going on. You're so yeah, me funny. Too. I need to sign up for <laughs> yeah. She's so we funny. I'm that. sure they're we hilarious. We should do that on our little Facebook group. We should all sign up for each yeah. other's newsletters. Yeah. Because even yeah. that just is something we can do. Well, and yeah. I, I want to get ideas from you. I think you're so funny. You have such a good, charming, funny, like, subtle humor way. And then the outrageous humor way with, like, the knickers <laughs> and a twist, that kind of thing. That I, I don't know. I just I want to see what you're doing. I think that would be really interesting. So I, I tell you all, authors listening, too, go sign up for her stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it's a great way to just really connect with your readers because every time I send one out, I get, you know, I get a response. I get readers replying back. And, you know, ah. if I share kind of a, a funny personal story in the newsletter, then they email me back and they tell me, you know, things that happen similar to them. And, and it's, ah. you know, it's just awesome. an awesome way to connect with people. Oh, that's exciting. So, you know, you really feel like, I really feel like I'm building you know, I'm building relationships as much as I am a reader base. Yeah, so exactly. and that is just, that's just a, a tremendously rewarding. Good stuff, man. All right. Well, this has been so much fun, Kim. I'm glad we're able to catch yeah, up with you again and some great Thank you guys for inviting me back. It's fun. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, good. No, wasn't she, what did we have about? Was it because she was a hero? Did she do what happened? What was she? What about she won. She won. I won the, the fangirl story. See, right. we forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Kai Kim is one of our one of our winners in our podcast award. Yes, that was so thrilling too because that was the night that you guys had that award. My daughter was doing a choir concert, and so I couldn't participate oh. in that Facebook party. But I during the intermission, I checked. I won. I won. So good. Yes, and that was for Kim's story about meeting or not meeting or being terrified to meet Diana Gavaldon hiding behind the potted plants. I remember it so well. And you can hear that story in the last podcast that she did if you're interested in that. So your little search on our Podbean start and you'll find her other interview with that story. So, yeah, if you're interested. Great. All right. Well, you have a lovely day, Kim. Thank you for joining us on Blondie in the Brick. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me back. And I'm looking forward to our collective summer book blast. Yes. I think too. that's going to be so much I'm fun. Excited. I agree with you. It's going to be awesome. Stay tuned, everybody. We have just announced the summer book blast on Blondie and the Brit. We are combining with seven other authors, Suzanne and I included, along with Kim, and on June 16th, you are cordially invited to our Facebook party to celebrate. We're going to have all of these authors with us. It is Carrie Schaefer, Camille DeMaio, Suzanne and I, Kim Harris, Melody Robinette, and Amy Quick Parish. We're also offering a fully loaded Kindle with all of our books on it and a nice little contest that goes with that. So sign up for that on our Blondie and the Brit Facebook page. You can find our show notes and more information about our podcast at blondieandbrit.com. That's B-L-O-N-D-I-E-A-N-D-B-R-I-T.com. 